What's up, folks? It is John here for Gym Supplement Science. Now, I could go on about Gym for hours on end because I've literally taken these products myself for the better part of nine years. But I don't have hours on end, so I'm going to condense it down to about a minute or so. Now, simply put, Jim has the most transparent company on the market when it comes to supplements, okay? What I mean by that is what you see on the label is exactly what's in your product. It's not always like that when it comes to supplements, okay? And often it's not, so just trust me on that. But why have I taken them for nine years? Because they work, okay? They work. The pre-workout, the protein, the post-workout, the vitamins, they're all scientifically designed for a reason, okay? Check them out. You will not be sorry. JYMSUPPS.com. Use my name, John, at checkout to save yourself some money on it. And you can buy anything on the website and that code will save you some cash. Okay, so check it out. And I'll be sorry. Hit me up at ATLFalconFanCast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, let me know how you like it. All right, man, I hope you guys are ready to get out of your Falcon mind because we're about to hit off episode 55 in about 30 seconds. Let's go. What's going on, folks? It is episode 55 of Out of Your Falcon Mind, Atlanta Falcons fan cast. I'm John, your host, joined by my boy Mike Cottrell. Man, what is going on with you on this wonderful Thursday? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling real good about the NFC South champs, <laughs> Atlanta Ooh. Falcons. That's what I'm feeling good about. I dig it, man. I dig it. Um, I'm calling so it now. I've called it before. before I'm going to call it again. Yeah, you called it before the season, so it doesn't even matter. Um, man, here we are on the Variety Sports Network, and uh, really cool news. If y'all saw it on Twitter, uh, we are now, or the network is now sponsored by SeatGeek. So you guys, if you're looking for seats for upcoming Braves playoffs or some Falcon seats, go to SeatGeek, use the uh, code VSN, and it'll save you about 20 bucks, I think, on your first purchase. So you're welcome. How about that? It's pretty cool. Easy tickets. Go see your Falcons. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, guys, welcome in. Uh, if you're look, look watching this for the first time, hey, glad you're here. You can always catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast at. And we have we live streamed the last show. We live streamed this show. We're gonna start live streaming a lot more because it's just it's fun. We get more interaction. It's you know it's a good time. So we'll probably keep doing we this. We fancy for a little now. Bit. We made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, we do appreciate y'all tuning in, checking us out. And um, so, man, before we get into it, man, we talked about it last uh, Sunday with Fleek after the game, right? We talked about because we were about to get off the show. The Braves were about to kick off their last game against the Mets. Mm-hmm. And we were both like, man, if the Braves win tonight, they sweep the Mets. The Falcons won. The Bulldogs won. Mm-hmm. Tech won. Georgia State won. Like, uh, the only team that didn't win was United. They had a, they, had, they didn't win that that okay. weekend but like all in all pretty damn amazing weekend mm-hmm. in the sports for uh for atlanta fans uh so atlanta did close it out they swept the mets 
Uh, that's how I'm donning the Braves hat tonight because I'm a huge Braves fan as well. But uh, and then they went on. They made it. They made it difficult. But man, we uh, we squeaked out the win against the Marlins. Was all we needed to do. We needed one win, or the or the Mets needed to lose one game, and that was it. We clinched the East for the fifth time in a row. Um, so. Yeah, congrats to the Braves, man. I can't wait. They get a week off. They get a rest for a week and watch these wildcard teams play. And it'll be either the uh, Phillies or the Cardinals in that matchup. So looking forward to that, man. Playoff baseball. I love it. It was a good week in Georgia, buddy, all around. You got to love it. It was great, man. So um, just a little bit of just news, man. Did you did you see – I posted it, but did you see the uh, Bobby, Bobby Wagner hit on that moron that ran on I the did. field? I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I don't know what he was trying to do or if he, he was just like trying to terrorize the field or he had a point. Did I he think he had something on his it. actions. He had something written on his shirt. It was like, uh, I don't even know what it was, but it was some yeah. kind of, you know. Um, yeah. But, dude, you ran toward the mm-hmm. sideline. And I think it was uh, our boy Tack actually stepped up yeah. first to make some kind of okay. move. Okay. And then, and then Bobby Wagner just, you know, put mm-hmm. his shoulder into him. And did you see the dumbass actually is suing him now? That's or filed a police report. Man, people are insane. Dog, you run on the field with a Save the Baby Seal shirt on or whatever you had on, then you get hit. During a football game, then you get hit, then you blame the player to hit you. We in a new time. That's what I said, man. Don't walk into a ring and then complain about getting hit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the dumbest. I mean, dude, no. You just If I'm the judge, I'm like, yeah, I'm tossing yeah. that right out. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah. Early and on. Yeah, that makes no damn sense. But shout out to Bobby for that. Instead Hell of yeah, that was... all around, shout out to Bobby for stopping it and getting back to the game. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I loved it, man. You never, because you don't really see players do that, you know, yeah, really they ever. Yeah, stay out of it. Yeah. But yeah, but if I'm that guy, seriously, like, why the hell are you running toward the sideline? We're over mm-hmm. with the players. Like, that's that wasn't smart, mm-hmm. but funny stuff, man. And then some news, news that came down today, man. Um, surprising. Uh, Anthony Rush released today, starting, started off four games for the Falcons and just boom. So, I mean, this happened like just about an hour ago before we even came on the show. That had to and, be uh, behavior. He did something. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's that or it's just the fact that like Abdullah Anderson's been playing a little bit better, you yeah. know. So, like, I don't know that if maybe he's, you know. And then I they don't also think he'd get cut though. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know, him Taquan Graham's been playing yeah, out of his yeah, mind. Um, and then I mean they've. You know, they've got Derek Tangelo, and then they signed Jaleel Johnson as well, so to the practice squad. So I don't know, maybe I don't know. Uh, well, what's well, I guess we'll maybe maybe find out tomorrow. Maybe not at all, but it's kind of weird to see him gone. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I said, after starting four games, uh, and he played pretty well. wasn't like outstanding, but I mean, he's a big yeah, body. Right. He's, a, he's a big body. I mean, that's yeah, what that's kind of like, damn, but to do. yeah, exactly. So, uh, all right, man, we'll get right into it. So we got the Bucks this weekend, dude. Um, Tom Brady and Julio, Julio, and Tom Brady, the Tom Brady that killed us in the Super Bowl, and the Julio that used to play for us. What are we gonna do? Well, um, I got some some uh, some statistics for the last four games against us, against the Bucks. Okay. Um, so December twentieth, twenty twenty, Brady went. Uh, we lost the game, thirty-one twenty-seven. Brady went for three hundred and ninety on us with two touchdowns. Evans went for six catches at 110. All right. January 3rd, the next game, 2021, Brady went – well, we lost that game, 44-27. Brady went for 399 and four TDs. And that's when uh, AB went off, 11 mm-hmm. catches, 138 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then September 19th of last season, we lost 
Brady for 276 with five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Evans went five for 75 with two touchdowns. And then the last game we played last year, we lost 30 to 17. Brady went for 368 and four touchdowns and one pick. But Godwin went off for 15 catches and 143 yards. Brady tears us the hell up, man. Yeah. And so does Mike Evans yeah. every time. Uh, so, I'm not I mean, looking forward to that, but I, I will say this. I think we're going to get more pressure than Tom Brady doesn't do well under pressure, man. I think he'll be under pressure. I think mm-hmm. we're going to be back there. Yeah, so I tweeted it out earlier this week, too. The interior of the line for the Tampa Bay is not their strong suit. and so It's been a weakness mm-hmm. for them all year long. They're hit by injuries. they got young guys in there. So, like, they've got three guys with a sub-70 score on PFF, which we know, PFF. Mm-hmm. It, but, it, you know, it is something that all the players are graded on. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, take it take it for what it is. But um, if that's a misuse with that interior line, we got pretty pretty damn good couple of defensive interior linemen. We've got mm-hmm. Grady. we got Taquan. You know, um, so they could have some success this week. Now, if we, and, and if you know the worst, the worst, and ask you can ask Matt, you can ask Matty Ice. The worst place to get pressure from a, a, from a quarterback is right up the middle. Yeah, yeah. Because you you've got you you you're, mm-hmm. you're screwed at that point. You can I mean you can, you're going to scramble out to the edges where the ends are waiting on you or whatever. That's the worst place to get pressure as a quarterback. So if we can do that and affect Brady, because we know he can't run. We know he's got a little bit of a hurt shoulder, which he mm-hmm. didn't participate at all yesterday in practice. He was held out, but he did was a full participant today. So, and I watched a little bit of his press conference. He did say that he would he'd be there. So nothing nothing going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see because they they could not run the ball at all really against uh, the Chiefs. They've had issues with that all year long. And listening to just like last week, listen to a bunch of Browns podcasts. I listened to a bunch of damn Bucks podcasts this week. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all worried about the run game. They're all worried about the offensive line. Um, mm-hmm. They're all worried about the the injuries to the receivers. I mean, it's like every receiver's got a knock on them. They all. I mean, they I, man. I had Russell Gage on my fantasy, um, Julio Jones on my fantasy. So I always go study those receivers. Um, and man, they are all banged up all the time. Like he rarely is really playing with receivers. And then when he is playing with receivers, they're like you said, they are banged up or they're halfway at it. Yeah, and Cole Beasley just retired like two days. Yeah, ago. and Cole, I saw that. I saw that on a ticker. I was watching something and that yeah. went under me. I was like, what is happening? Like, yeah, people just retiring mid-season, like Yeah, it was funny. I, they asked Byron Leftwich about it in the, in the in his uh, press conference. He was like, Yeah, he they called him by surprise, but he said, you know. Um, he's like, nobody knows better than the player. He was like, you know, sometimes it's hard, for, it's hard for us to step away, but you know, when it's time, it's time. So, um, and to do it mid season or not even mid season to do it this early in the season, you must've yeah. known, like he must've known like, yeah, this I'm, I'm, I'm done. Um, so yeah, I mean, with Julio Godwin and Gage all kind of having like limited reps this week, don't know how much playing time. I mean, they're all, I mean, they're probably going to play. I mean, Julio well, they was, all gonna play. Yeah. Yeah. Julio was active last week, but you yeah. barely, yeah, you barely saw him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was kind of different. Um, Tyler Cameron Brait had a c- concussion, um, which he's probably he may not play, likely probably won't play. Uh, which is, I mean, sucks for him. Good news for us because we've never had good, you know, we are with tight ends. Tight ends mm-hmm. historically have pretty good success against us, but um, so that could be a big, but I think they signed Kyle Rudolph, he's on there, which you know, he's been yeah, a good tight end throughout his career. So, um, uh, and then another guy that we 
uh, the guy that I looked at, we, we, we covered actually going in, in, in the offseason preparing for the, uh, the combine was Rashad White from, um, yeah. yeah, from ASU. And uh, he's their primary, I think, punt returner, kick returner. But one thing he was great at uh, in college was catching the ball out of the backfield. He was—he probably had the best hands of any running back possibly coming out in the in okay in the draft. So um, he didn't—he's not, not doesn't have many carries this year. I mean, you know, with Leonard Fournette, obviously. Um, but I, I would I would look for him to be more involved this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially like short passing. Um, screens stuff like that i mean he's he's and he's fast like he's he's a good dude he's a good player i think he's gonna be uh we, we got to watch out for that dude um, Man, i expect it to be um a lot of short passing uh tom brady not going deep on us like but so it, i, I expect it to be a lot of short passing but uh tom brady just pissed me off because i feel like he know what's happening every play <laughs> like it, it's no matter what piece do he gonna see it coming and know exactly who to expose on the field. He's going to know exactly which matchup to expose on the field. I mean, there's nobody that's ever been great at that. So no matter what we do, he's going to give us a problem. But I'm just hoping we can just outscore him and yeah. hold the ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's going to be key. And and, and that's what Pease actually alluded, alluded to it in his press conference. He was like, you know, if you're not – if you're not – even if you're on your game, like Brady's seen everything. He's been yeah. around the whole he's, – he's, he's – seen it all so like if you're not spot on with your coverages and, and your communications he's going to find the open guy nine times yep. out of ten so you know you've got to be on with that um and he even said you know the issues he, that he was asked about the the progress of the defense this year and what that can be attributed to and he said really it's just uh like we've talked about before it's just experience you know they've got more experience in the in the system mm-hmm. more comfortable with it um he said even last week the biggest problem was communication still and that was like on those two big runs that was kind of back to back i think yeah, it was like yeah. almost 50 total yards i think it's like 46 something like that mm-hmm. um but he said even then like it was a missed uh missed uh alignment and then, the, mm-hmm. then he, didn't, he didn't go into detail but he said the next one was also a mess up as well but it was all communication so like you think you know if you keep cleaning those things up yeah, you know, I mean that maybe that doesn't happen as often, but you know, like we also talked about, I mean, some players are just better than other players, so mm-hmm. you know, they're going to have their success, you know. And our defense through these the two games that we've won, and even the games that we didn't win, I mean, like you know, it, it really has been that been not break. We've we've forced turnovers when we needed it. Uh, I'm gonna made, be honest, man. No, yeah, you're right. Like I mean, we we've made big sacks when we needed it. We've made interceptions when we needed it. I mean, like. It, it, that's a tough road to go, like to to, mm-hmm. to sustain that, you know, uh, all season mm-hmm. long. You hope to get a little bit more consistent on defense and make those stops early on so you're not mm-hmm. forced into those situations. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on how they've played, man. It's, 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 it's night mm-hmm. and day from last year. No, it, I mean, it really is. And I'm going to tell you this I don't expect Tom Brady to have one of those days uh, that you just named with the, the big stats and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't expect him to have one of those days. I expect that um, uh, they might run it down our throat, but I don't expect Tom Brady because I expect us to get pressure on him when he's back there, and he just doesn't do well under pressure. And I love my secondary, so I love my safeties, I love my corners, and I love my linebackers. So I don't got, I don't have you like throwing for three fifty on us with three touchdowns or none of that shit. Like that's mm-hmm. I ain't got that happening. But I got them running. The, they might have one hundred and fifty plus. And them little short passes might eat us alive. That may happen. Yeah, and Leftwich even said that today in his press conference. He was talking; they were talking about um, how they would attack the Falcons, and he said, "You know, we're going to attack them based on whatever they're they're, they're showing us." You know, mm-hmm. so 
He's like, if we need, if we need to go short pass, well, then we're we're going to go we'll go short all day. You know, like mm -hmm. it, it, we're, we'll adjust it to how you know whatever we're seeing. You know, and and kind of unfortunately for us, is I mean they've had a rough start. They weren't expected to go to be two and two. Mm -hmm. This is a fan base and a team that was expect fully expecting to be four and zero right now. Mm -hmm. You know, in first place, contending. You know, they're supposed to be Super Bowl contenders, so their fans are not really super stoked with how it's played out so far. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that they got lit up last week by, you know, Kansas City. I mean, mm -hmm. and and obviously Kansas City is a good team. They do have a problem with with mobile quarterbacks. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, Mariota. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much the same guy, right? No, yeah, pretty much at the exact same talent level. So, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man, but they do. And, uh, like, but see, that's what I'm saying. I, I really do expect to win this game. Like, I feel so good. Like, I'm not – I want you to know this. I'm not even being funny when I say this, y'all. Mm -hmm. On my – from zero to 100%, I'm like 82% sure we're going to win. And, and I'm – because I just don't have him doing – I told y'all I'm not impressed by the Buccaneers this year. I've not, they have not impressed me. Um, at times the Falcons have. So I expect it to be a good game, but I expect us to win. I think we will win this game. I mean, they are not the Buccaneers you are picturing. They are not those same Super Bowl champs. Yeah, I mean, they're I agree with that. They've they're definitely not the same team as last year. Um, you know, I don't I don't know whether or not Brady says he's fine, but you know, that family stuff he's going through, I mean. Mm -hmm. I think when you step on the field, that's not that's not really affecting you at that point. Mm -hmm. Obviously, off the field, I'm sure it is, but um, you know, I hope yeah, it is affecting him. I hope it's affecting that 28 to three. I hope it affect you the pregame, during the game, after the game, when you get in the shower, when you sleep. I hope you toss and turn. I mean, like, uh, I just want to beat Tom. Uh, I know Matt Ryan didn't beat him. Uh, I don't think Matt ever. Ryan ever beat him nope. ever. So I just want to beat him as a – it seems like he's our nemesis or whatever need to be bothering you for you to not play well for us to win. Just I just want to get a win against Tom Brady. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Dude, me too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and they they ask Arthur about, you know, does, does the fact that Russell being on the on the team, you know, will that help them at all, you know, based on what how, how the Falcons scheme? You know, his answer was pretty much, well, no, we're, we're very different than what – Russell mm -hmm. was when he was here so he's like he may have some familiarity with some things everything's everything's changed so he's mm -hmm. not going to essentially just saying no that's not going to have any impact mm -hmm. whatsoever so I mean that being said looking at we talked we talked about Mike Evans uh and this is uh listening to the Locked On uh Bucks podcast uh dude shared this uh stat with us uh three games for Mike Evans 14.7 yards per catch 14 of the 16 receptions have resulted in first downs Tom Brady's rating when he's targeting Evans this season is 131.9. Last season, it was 102.6. So, obviously, that's who they're going to want to target. I mean, so you know, and we're going to have AJ on him. But, I mean, you know, Mike Evans is a – I think he – this is not over underrated type of day, but he, I think he's kind of underrated, to be honest, uh, uh, man, throughout, throughout his career. Oh, no, he – I'm a most definite. It was two players that – um. In my in in my lifetime, I found myself like literally hating. Like you know, I always say the things I say on this show is a joke. I don't really hate the Saints fans. And uh, it was two players I found myself like literally disliking during the course of being a Falcon fan, and it's Mike Evans and Drew Brees. Because Drew Brees, I felt like we would be winning. This dude would just make a play every single time he needed to make a play. 
and it was infuriating. It'd be like your third and 12. I'd be like, oh, yes, we got. And then Drew Brees, 100% of the time, would slap me in the face. And I just hated him. And But the second one was Mike Evans. And yeah. man, if y'all don't pay attention, Mike Evans has terrorized us since he joined the team. Like, he has had some big games. He makes some big catches. He does it a lot. Of, I think I'm almost sure. I don't know the stat. If you looked at Mike Evans, what's the team that he does the best against or his stats is the highest, it would be Atlanta. He'd go off against us every time he played. So those are players. Man, Mike Evans, uh, I believe in um, – see, I just – oh, I believe in uh, A.J. Terrell, but I'm going to be honest. Mike Evans is going to be his biggest test of the season. I, those other guys were good. Michael Evans is great. Yeah. Yeah, 100% agree. And, I mean, and looking at the other guys – like we said, Russell was limited uh, uh, from practice. Gobble was limited. Uh, Russell has a hamstring. Gobble's, you know, come back from his knee. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Julio, of course, limited. Um, and then, so, I mean, that's three guys. So he's Mike's really the only guy that he's got that's just 100% mm-hmm. healthy, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, that's, you know, they're going to try to definitely scheme him open for sure. I'm going to tell um, you something, John. I really do think now uh, Julio was hurt for a week. He was out for a week. He came back last week. Um, it was limited because his knee, it was more just to kind of see. He wasn't really, it was more to kind of see. He went in a few plays. Um, now they rested him a whole nother week. He he been limited in practice. Julio gonna go. It's against his old team, it's Tom Brady. Julio will go. Julio will be, I'm guessing wide receiver two or three. Julio will be in that game most of the game, running routes most of the Julio. Trust me, Julio, he might say he loves us, but something, some when you play your old team. You yeah. know what you want to do. Julio will be on the field and ready to go. Trust me. Yeah, that does worry me, man. Because yeah, that's yeah. trust me. He because he's healthy. He's been rest. I'm telling you, they well, said in preseason he Julio looked better than he looked like the old Julio. So yeah, now he has some some he has some injuries. Uh, John is so laughing at me right now. <laughs> the whole if y'all can see John, I'm trying to pitch this case, and John is just chuckling like I don't want to hear. It. Man, this man is like a Lego person, but. No, he really is though. But I really, no. uh, I honestly would love to see him come out and kill just because it's it's the Falcons. I want to see him do good, man. I think, and I think he will rest. I believe I could be wrong, but I believe he's healthy now. And they just saying this shit. But I believe, yeah, I sure he's as hell don't want to see him do anything good whatsoever. But um, no, I just right. yeah, he he was better in the preseason for sure. But it was yeah. like immediately, boom, hamstring. You yeah, know, and yeah. it was like. And that's been his MO, dude, for the last three, four years. Yeah. I mean, it's just yep. been like one thing after another. He cannot stay on the field. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. I mean, like I said, I, I still love the guy for what he did yeah. here. Of course, we love you, buddy. Stuff, but not right now. Um, that's, we're on a hiatus from the love yeah. that I'm at the moment. Uh, and unfortunately for us, man, um, Kyle Pitts has not practiced yesterday or today with the hamstring himself. So, you know, all those receptions he's been getting and all those – Touchdowns really played hell on his hamstring. Yeah. Now is he is he is he like is he likely to play or are they saying he probably won't play? Like what are they saying? I haven't heard. Haven't heard. So it's just hey, we need him to win. I'm not and and I'm not saying even if they don't throw it to him, he needs to be on the field for decoys. If he's not on the field, no way. That that dude, uh, the Buccaneers got a player. I believe his name is Devin White. I could be wrong. Uh, He's number fifty four, the linebacker. Uh, 45, talk, one of the two, one of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we talk about underrated, that dude is a one man wrecking machine. So it ain't, we need to be taking him off. I, uh, we need as many star players on the field. That dude is a problem. 
Yeah, and then, I mean, obviously, I'm sure y'all, everybody's heard by now, CP went on the IR uh, earlier yeah. in the week, so he's gone for four weeks um, with that knee. I mean, uh, I tweeted out as well. I mean, like, um, that sucks bad because he's a huge – having the energy around the, the team and just doing what he does on the field. But, man, if you weren't encouraged by what Caleb Huntley did last mm -hmm. week and what Tyler Algier showed last mm -hmm. week, um, you know, Mike and I said it last week when we saw him in that preseason game against the Jaguars, we Caleb – was explosive man like yeah. he was impressive as hell um so i'm not in the way the offensive line's been playing i'm not i mean it sucks don't get me wrong but i mean i'm not just like devastated by it i mean it's gonna it's gonna hurt but I mean, the fact that we've got those two guys who i think can fill in just just fine and do a good job you know i think we'll be all right there um, I, uh i totally agree with you i think they're hungry uh, i want to say this too man that's it yeah uh cordell i love cordell uh, Cordero, I, I, I really do. Uh, but he does one thing that uh, honestly just get under my skin, man. Um, when we're losing, I don't know why the camera always kind of go to him and he dancing or playing around, just having a full like uh stand up comedy set. And it's, I don't know why, when, when I'm down or when I'm nervous and I see you playing around, like I don't, and it, but it's, it, I, I get it, he's not in the game, he's not about to go in the game, he might be hurt or something, but. Still, man, just it's bad optics, buddy. Like, I need you dialed in or at least trying to learn what's going on or trying to study the defense, not completely checked out playing around on the oh, side. No, man, that, that, that could be his dialed in. That could be him just relaxing everybody else. Yeah, you know what? That could be true. But it's just, it just I'd be wanting to push him down when I see that. That's but like, I, dude, I mean, that, mean that, was, that was Frank Darby all the time, dude. Like, that no, that's was true. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, like, you know, so, yeah, you mean – yeah. So, but, but I will say this: I do think that that uh, the young running back. I think Tyler, uh, the juice he probably slept with all week, just knowing that he finally came alive on a few of those runs. You now all your uh, your NFL dreams start playing in your mind, which you could be like now. You heard the crowd roll for the first time. You made the long run. You gave the stiff arm for the first. You dragged somebody for the first time. I expect him to come like on a thousand. Yeah, and you know, uh, and like the other dude, what is the other dude? I keep forgetting the dude's name. Uh, the dude name? yeah, him. Yeah. Okay, hey, he he gonna come on a thousand because he the same thing, like the same exact thing. I expect him to share the load and really be uh, dynamic on Sunday. I expect yeah. the Buccaneers to have a problem with us. Yeah, I mean, Bucks had a, they've had a trouble. They've had a problem stopping the run too. That's been one of their yeah. issues, and because uh, Kansas City hadn't ran the ball that well all year long, they ran the nah, ball like, nope. like crazy last week. Yeah. So, um, and the backups you know, was doing it. The third string was doing it. So, nah, you're not about to stop us. Yeah, and I mean, I, I mentioned that you know they don't have, they're not that great with mobile quarterbacks, which they're not. You know, Mahomes only rushed for four. I think it was four attempts, but with those, those were all critical situations. I think they mm -hmm. were like third down and whatever, and he got it. You know, where there was like second long, and he got 13 yards. So, they're not, you know, and. and Marcus being what he is, I mean, they're still going to have to have somebody spy on him because even though he hasn't ran as much this year, that's still going to be an option for him, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, we'll see. But, again, speaking of Huntley, I mean, they, they talked to him as well, and, you know, they talked about just kind of how he feels about this season and how the difference between last season and this season. Mm -hmm. It really was just the offseason work, man, he put in. He, got, he just got physically prepared to come in this season and just earn a job. Like, that's the guys you want, man. I love that because, like, if you can tell by the way he runs, man. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, like Fleek said last week, man, he, like Fleek said, you know, you could tell the type of guy that Archer Smith wants as a running back. You know, mm -hmm. Big, angry, freaking downhill runners. That's all mm -hmm. we got. You know, that's all. Except I me, mean, I saw that Avery Williams, but I mean, he's kind of a, you know, change of pace type of guy every now and then. But 
Um, and they thought they said about what about the O line? He said, man, there's some dogs, and they just go balls to the wall the whole time. Yeah. He loves them because I mean, and that's that's true. And we'll get to them in a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, thought that was that was cool for them to you know shout them out. Um, and also, man, looking at the at the at the Bucks, so their best statistical defense of stat they have this year, also coming from Locked On Bucks that I was I was listening to, um, giving up less than 18 first downs per game, which is tied for fourth in the league. So that's not great for us. But on third down percentage, they're ranked 20th. They're giving up 42% of the time third downs. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. Like they're not allowing a whole lot of first downs, but their third down percentage sucks. <laughs> so it's like yeah. it's a, we it's don't a weird off that with the run game. Yeah, you hope so. You hope, you hope that you're not getting a whole lot of third and long type situations, mm-hmm. you know. Um, because Did you know that we lead the league in, in play action? That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, in the whole NFL, we are number one in players. Yeah. And then what's crazy is the Bucks are 27th in the league in red zone defense. Mm-hmm. 72% of the time, teams are scoring when they get in the red zone on the Bucks, And that's that's big. That's big. Yeah. I'm trying and, to tell you, I expect us to continue to trend. Yeah. And the run, like I said, the run blocking before, I mean, it's just been abysmal. It's been bad all year long. So, and, and the good and bad about that is, when good teams have really bad games or really bad, like, you know, maybe string of games, mm-hmm. you worry that they're going to fix that eventually, right? Like, mm-hmm. if, if you're a bad team, okay, you're a bad team. You may not be that good. You may not fix that this year. Mm-hmm. But the Bucks, you, you know, just like the Rams, you know, like you, we, mm-hmm. we, call, we call it a pissed-off Rams team, you know, that we almost yep. came back and beat. And Todd Bowles, good coach, smart guy. Like, I don't think, you know, there's all the stuff they were bad at last week, you got to believe they're going to work on all week, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get better. Um, they're going to be watching, so it's going to be up to this, up up to Arthur and up to the coaches to out scheme these guys, mm-hmm. and and try to figure out what they're doing off the off the get. Because if I'm Todd Bowles, I'm stacking the box. I'm Not saying, Mark, I'm saying, Marcus, man, you beat me with your arm, dude. If yep. you do, hey, congratulations. But I'm not mm-hmm. going to let you run down my throat. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so, we'll, but same time, you know, Arthur Smith's probably thinking that's what they're going to do. So how mm-hmm. do I combat that? So it goes yep. back to that that chess match, man. And then that's just, you know, you don't want to outthink it. Mm-hmm. You know, you still got to run the ball. And I think we will because obviously it's the strength of our team. We've ran for 200-plus yards twice already this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be interesting, man, because uh, it's just going to be a really, really – I mean, I think it's going to be a close game again. But, I mean, we'll see how how, how it ships out. But, I mean, I don't, I'm not – I'm not to the 82% like you are just yeah. Yet. I think we'll win uh, by two field goals by Cool. Like two, yeah. two field goals will separate the score. Yeah, we'll get to the scores in a little bit too, because yeah. I don't even know what uh, what Liam's going to pick for that score. God knows what. But um, and then also uh, talking about Pease as well. Um, you know, he was just talking about some. Well, they ask him, you know, like about some of the guys and the. It's funny, man. Listening to Smith, Pease, like all the coaches, like they're yeah. all like Smith has got them programmed, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. It's not like they don't give you anything, which I don't expect them to. But they're not going to give you any type of like detailed answers. It's going to be all kind of. And they, even they ask you about a specific player, Smith will even defer. It's like, well, like all of our players, they got better. Like you know, he never just yeah. like will fully give a kudos. Like he may be like, oh, he's having a good year, but it's it's just funny to watch. Mm-hmm. That time, man. Let me tell you something. I always thought that when uh, you know at halftime when, when the coach is leaving, um, they either do it when they're leaving, or sometimes both. Like when they're leaving, and sometimes when they're coming back, they stop the coach for an interview. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, I hate when they do that. That's the cut. What do you want him to tell you? What he right. just changed up in the locker? Like, what do you want? Because they asked him, so are there any changes that need to be made? Like, dog, what do you think he's going to say? Oh, yeah, well, this is what we about to switch up. Like, yeah. he can't answer the question, so just leave him alone. Yeah, I mean, it's like if you ever watch Nick Saban do a, a press conference, they always ask him, like, you know about stuff, and he, I think mm-hmm. last week they, he was like, "Do you want me to just call up Jimbo Fisher and tell him what I'm going to do next week?" <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it's it's pretty funny, but also with Brady, man. I mean, you know, I know he said the shoulder's feeling better, but get a few knocks on him, that shoulder may not feel all that good. So yeah. I mean, if we can, I don't even care. I mean, obviously you want to sack him, but man, if we can just get him on the ground, if we can mm-hmm. get him a few times. I mean, yeah, you know, Lorenzo and and AK forty seven have been so close like mm-hmm. all year long. To just to hit them. I mean, like they've provided good pressures at different times. Um, so I mean, you know, if those guys, but what's kind of sucks is the the best two offensive linemen on, the, on Tampa Bay this year has been their tackles. Mm-hmm. The left and right tackles have been their uh-huh. best, but their interiors yeah. suck. So, you know, and like we know from last year, it's like the whole group has got to be kind of flowing together. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have some problems. So and we'll see how we'll see how P's attacks it this week. You know that uh, Walker's going to be wanting to have a bounce back game because that was probably his worst game, maybe yeah. of his career. I mean, possibly. Yeah. I mean, that was just not his. And it'll happen. It, yeah. It'll happen. yeah, 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 yeah. Mama yeah, told even... me there'd be days like that. But I'm going to tell you, uh, when you're young like that and uh, when you're in that role like that, I, I want you to have those early on so you come back, you learn from your mistakes. You had a lot of studying to do, though. So that's going to happen. Like, I expect. Uh, Troy Anderson to blow some some things. I'm waiting on it. He's been spectacular so far, but I'm waiting on him to just do something silly. You know, I'll be like, oh Troy, but you still my guy. But you gotta expect them. You gotta expect that out of them. You gotta yeah. give him a pass. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, his first look, man. It's like his second year in the league. He's wearing mm-hmm. a green dot for the first time mm-hmm. in the league. I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna. Lie. That green yeah. dot. People don't know the weight of that green dot, man. You gotta. It's not. You're not just a regular player on the field. So that's a lot. But that's to give that to a second year player. That's say a lot, man. So yeah. that tell you who you're dealing with. That say a lot that he even got the sticker. So, but once yeah, out, he gonna have one of those. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect, dude. I I expect him to have bumps in the road. That's mm-hmm. fine. But I like you said, I fully expect him to learn from it. Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's he's that type of guy. He's not gonna you know, to be down on himself. I mean, it's just like any player in the NFL, man. Like, you got to just get right. get it out of your head and move on to the next one. Bro, I think that he could he could end up being top tier, man. Like, so that's why I'm really a fan of that. He could really mm-hmm. end up when it's sitting there. He could be, like, end up, I'm not saying best ever, man, but really, like, a top tier. He really something else, man, to be second year. Dude, and that's for folks that are dragging his ass on Twitter all week long because of one game, dude. For one game, nah, you gotta understand and, overall how and, good that dude is. People call, him, people call him for Dion to come back, Jones. Yeah, oh yeah. damn, y'all going yeah. way hard on him. Okay, Jeez. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I just stayed out of it. I was like, you know, I just said, I'm not even really, really not even yeah. worth talking about. I would um, love to but, see Dion, I would love to see Dion. I love Dion, that's my guy. But uh, nah, man, y'all gotta look at the overall. Overall, that man has played excellent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he's he's he you gotta really look at the game. Yeah, because he gonna have some bad plays where he get beat, but don't just remember those. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly right. So, and I expect him to have a better week this week. Um, another another matchup, man. It's gonna be Drew Dalman on Vita Vea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How the hell? I mean, like nobody can really just nobody's gonna outstrength that guy because he's such yeah. a powerful dude. So Dalman's gonna have to. 
I mean, whether Keith Smith's going to be back there helping him out. We will need know, Keith Smith. <laughs> uh, and he's yeah. had a great year so far. I give him props. He has. Um, but, I mean, to we're going to need him, man. I, yeah. I mean, because, I mean, Dalton's going to need some help with uh, mm -hmm. whether it's Wilkinson, whether it's Lindstrom, somebody's going to be helping out with Vita Vea because he's, he's going to be a problem. Um, always is. And like you said before, Devin White, man, I, I think he was the NFC player of the week or the – I can't remember what he was. I mean, he's just a fantastic linebacker. The, he, he's he's exactly kind of what we wanted Dion to be. I mean, yeah, no, yes, yes, man, he the real deal. Uh, the uh, the San Francisco 49ers had a player. Um, I may be butchering this, but uh, I used to watch him, and I'm not in awe of a lot of players. I think players are good, but uh, I used to be in awe of. Uh, I think it was Navarro Bowman. Yeah, uh, he may have been uh, yeah, 53, maybe. I used Big to watch dude. this dude, and I'd be like, "Yeah, he because he would single-handedly wreck a game." And I used to be like, "Like how you?" I would be all watching him, but um, that dude, Devin White, I've seen him do even more than Navarro Bowman. Like I look at him, like, yeah, it's just different. He, I seen him single-handedly tear a game to shreds. So I'm, a, I'm such a fan of those two. I'm yeah. them two dudes. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I think our receivers can have some success, you know, if with the ball can be mm -hmm. placed or, you know, it thrown to them, to, good, thrown it to them in a good spot. Yeah, man, uh, um, I really do hope that, uh, I, like, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I think that Arthur Smith knows he has unique um, pieces on his offense like that, even though – Mariota is a is a wild dude. Uh, he knows he's a unique talent. Uh, the things he can do, and so is uh, Kyle Pitts, and so is um, uh, CP. And mm -hmm. so so um, you 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 Andre Gordon. I I have full faith in Arthur Smith that he will figure out a way to make the pieces go. I don't think he figured it out yet. He clearly hasn't. But I got faith in Arthur Smith to figure out how to work with these pieces. And I think we're going to see something one of these weeks. Yeah. It's already yeah. Scored, but it just looked like uh, uh, organized chaos. Mm. But I'm talking about when he really get down to what these people are good at and really get a scheme going down to some consistency, I believe in Arthur Smith to be able to do that. Yeah, I do too. I don't. Um, I love Arthur. If, if you saw the mic'd up with him this week, uh, no, that was awesome. No. I mean, you got you got to go see that. It's awesome. But yeah, I mean the uh, the looking at I don't know. Probably the the biggest thing that worries me, I guess, other than just obvious the obvious fact being that Tom Brady on the team is mm -hmm. the quarterback is uh, is Lennon Fournette getting loose and doing his thing. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because if if they if they could run the ball successfully, then obviously. That's gonna open up Brady to do whatever the hell he wants to do. Um, so I just hope I hope our our defense just keeps, you know, and keeps improving week to week, and we can get out there and make some stops because we're gonna to have to, you know. This, otherwise, I I do think this game's gonna be up in the thirties, at least for one of the teams. Yeah, I believe that. Um, yeah, because I mean, both teams been a little sh little shaky yeah. defensively, so I mean, it's gonna be up there. But I mean, it, what uh, what what concerns you outside of uh, TB twelve? Um, I had to. Uh, I mean, like I said, Mike Evans. Evans yeah. Mike Evans, a dog. Like I don't think people. 
it's look, it's two types of people who kind of watch the game. It's people that watch the game and people that really watch the game. And when I say that, there are people who who can only recall like big plays or certain plays, and people that remember almost damn near everything they saw. If you one of them people who remember damn near everything they saw, you would know that he is like Michael Myers to us. Like you share that music when he <laughs> like that's what he does to us a hundred percent of the time. So that he's healthy and he's healthy yeah. he's balling. So like him and Tom Brady found a kid though he got the goat throwing him the ball this time. Like so like I have no. I, like I said, I love uh, AJ Terrell, but I have this the first week. I I always say he's gonna win the matchup. Now you won't hear me say that. This I don't. Mike Evans is different. Dog. Like he's really, like like John said, he's very underrated. He don't even get talked about with the top tier people. But man, he is one of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he can he can get the separation. He can, he's got the speed. Yeah. He's got, obviously got the height and the the ability. Yeah. So he's a, you know if if Drake London turns into him, man, then that's who we hope Drake turn into. Yep. Yeah, that'd be that'd be phenomenal. So, I mean, uh, other than that, man, I don't, I don't know, I don't know that it's gonna be, you know, super. I mean, I really hope it's close as far mm-hmm. as the score goes. I, I mean, I haven't got, I don't, I, I've been back and forth in my head about what the score might be, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm not really sure yet. But do you already have a prediction in your head? Yeah. Uh... I'm gonna go, Liam. What's up, buddy? I'm gonna go. Uh, Thirty to twenty-four Falcons. Thirty to twenty-four Falcons. Thirty twenty-four Falcons. I think that two cool field goals separate us. Now, this is what's funny. He just asked me who are we playing. He's about to predict the score. He's probably now watch he right. hit it right. Now he didn't even know who we was playing. <laughs> now watch he guess right and be exactly on the number. Watch this. Okay. All right. Here we go. Guess. All right. What is it? 3430 yes. 3430. Watch. I want everybody to remember this. He didn't even know we was playing and nope. watch with the school. So dude, last week he was off by a point. Yeah. And ridiculous. But anyway, what what did you ridiculous. say? What'd you say again? 30 to 24? Yeah, 30 24 for me. All right. So I'm gonna go um hmm. Man. I'm gonna go low lowish scoring. I'll go I'll go us twenty seven. I'll go twenty seven twenty one. About that, Falcons or Bucks? Falcons, Falcons. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll be opti- I'll be optimistic about it because no, we got we, we got to eventually get Brady, man. <laughs> yeah, and, that's all I uh, want. That's all I want. I just want to get him one time. Yeah, and I mean, I think if uh, I think if um, if we can actually win this game, man, the Bucks in general are going to have like they're going to be a, they're going to they're going to have problems. Yeah, because they're going to be two and three. Their fan base is going to be really pissed off. They just lost to the Falcons. The Falcons are in first place. I counted like, this. I, I expected them to implode just the chaos in the offseason and the preseason. Uh, then I just expected them to implode, dog. I, I, and they are. Uh, I have. I think we will win. Uh, I think Carolina is trash. I think the Saints implode. And I had no fit. I'm telling you, NFC, y'all thought it was far-fetched at the start. Per week, you st- you're starting to think, it's not a, I'm not as crazy. I'm not as out of my falcon mind as I seem sometimes. You know what's funny? Uh, I think it was Tankathon maybe that put out like the remaining schedule for uh, like for us. It's yeah. What is now is one of the not as tough schedules. See, okay. But that's that's why I booked in preseason. That's why I said like, and we we you know we, we can't play the schedule game. Like you just can't mm-hmm. do it because there's injuries. There's 
players that come out of nowhere yeah. with success. There's teams that turn around. Nobody saw the saw our offensive line being as good as they've been, or us being to run the ball, or what? Like if we were no, we dude two and fifteen. That was our yeah prediction by CBS Sports. Mother, I mean, we didn't get more like more love than like four to five wins. That was. Mm-hmm. It. So now it's looking a lot different. Now, I mean, we're still going to have some issues, obviously, with some of the, the more and, talented teams, but, man. And uh, we have lost uh, all – I mean, excuse me, not lost. All four games we played were decided by fewer than four points. Yeah. So don't tell me, my that you don't see a culture change. Don't tell me, my the whole criticism y'all were saying was the team don't rumble. And think about that. All four games within four points, I mean, they fought to the end if they won or lost. That's different. And we actually won two of those. And again, if we wouldn't have had like a walking corn dog at quarterback, you know, we we win some at least a, an additional game. It's at least yeah. three and one. So mm-hmm. just think about that. Just we said at least three and one. That's how close we were. So yeah. man, y'all gotta really give us props, man. I I know yeah. like y'all are really harsh on the Twitter. Some people like y'all. We have oof. The, the hate on Arthur Smith is amazing. Like some of the stuff that's out there. Jesus, like I, I, I'm glad I don't read all of that, man. Like that, because man, y'all go hard. If somebody, so what are they saying with Arthur? Like he, like they want his job no, gone. Just, they want him. Yeah, to basically, like just not the guy. Don't no trust Jeez. in him. No faith in him. You know, um, that type of deal. I, I just, I don't, dude. I mean, number one, like you got to look at the players' response, right? That's why I always say not to reference it to the Braves, but people give Snicker a hard time, right? The head coach of the Braves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't always agree with his decisions um, throughout the season. It's a 162 game season for baseball. I don't agree with every move he makes. Mm-hmm. Some of them, some I definitely wouldn't have done. Um, but we've got five straight division titles, man. We won a World mm-hmm. Series. Every one of those players in the locker room for the Braves, every single one of them love that man like he's their fucking father, dude. Right. Like they, they right. will do anything for him. They 100% bought in to everything he has said over since he took over the 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 as as manager. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, it's different with Arthur. It's only a second year. But you could tell last year these guys started to buy in. This year, you can 100% tell these guys have bought mm-hmm. in. And it's different, man. Like, if you, like last year, we had a losing squad. This year, we knew it was, we thought it was going to be a kind of a tough road. But if you can get your message across to 53 guys and get them all pulling in the same direction, man, like that's number one. It's not an easy job. Number two, when you're, if you're losing, you're having a tough time. It makes it even harder because that your message, like Dan Quinn, mm-hmm. can become pretty fucking stale really fast. Mm-hmm. Like if no, you're not really winning, fast. right? Yeah. So I mean, you're all professionals. You want to perform, but I mean, if you're losing and the guy's not really doing it for you, then you know it's just human nature. Mm-hmm. That's what's we've seen it happen throughout the NFL, different teams, not just for Atlanta teams. So, I mean, I, I'm totally dude. Like, of course, now. Of course, there's been we've talked about it. There's been times where we're like, what do you call? What the hell kind of play yeah. call is that? Like. That's fine, but man. See, like, I mean, this overall, is different. No, we give them a pass to like, man, to like stumble like the players. Mm-hmm. So like, so man, if you see me and John, you hear us talk. Like that is the difference. Is we give him a pass to learn on the fly too, and yep. to make mistakes too. So we're not just quick to like, oh, he the coach. He's not supposed to make no mistakes, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, even the teacher may not know some shit. Y'all gotta, but um. Overall, like I said, you you gotta realize that man, he had him in every game. Yeah. So even with his mistakes, he had him in every game. You know what I'm saying? But our quarterback keep having seizures when he when he he keep taking hikes and he dropped the ball. Like 
that's not his fault. He's been coaching. He's made a few mistakes, but it, I mean, he's improved as a coach. I'm going to tell you why I'm excited, man. It's the age of the players on the team. I feel like, man, uh, it ain't a lot of veterans on our team. It ain't like it's, it's young players that's hungry, that want to play, that's going hard, that's like mm-hmm. – uh, and I think – I know this sounds crazy, but I think you had to get rid of the all of the old Falcon culture. And even yeah. – uh, man, even um, Julio Jones and even Matt Ryan, I think you have to hey, – if you want to start over – you start all the way and you get young dudes. You start it all the way over from scratch. Like you tear down and you start the whole thing over and you get all these hungry, hungry people that want to play dog. I think it's so dope to watch the Falcons this year. Um, man, even with the, I, just, I think it would be so complete if they throw Ritter in. Cause then it's yeah. all my young guys just going ham. It's no more veterans that's holding us back. It's just all my young guys. And with just all their mistakes, with all their energy, with all their enthusiasm, and we out of our falcon mind like that. That's what I would love. That'd be the last, it'll be the head on the snake. And I 100%. know it's gonna happen. I can't wait. 100 percent We're not gonna rehash the whole Marcus conversation because we've had no, it no. every week. Yeah. It is kind of is what it is at this point. We'll see how it goes this weekend, and then we'll talk about it on, on Sunday or Monday. If y'all want to read a really good article, though, uh, shout out to Hunter Thompson around the block, Dawkins ATV. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he put out an article today. I retweeted it on uh, the quarterback dilemma, or if we have one here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Really, really good read, so y'all need to go check that okay. out. It's, it's, it's good. Um, we'll just say he, did. he agrees with us. We'll just go with that way. But, yeah. um, but uh yeah, man. So in our last, well, one, one of the things, then we'll close up on the, on the pre, on the, on the uh, bucks. Uh, Isaiah Oliver came off IR, man. Uh, he mm-hmm. said that he felt great last week. Mm-hmm. Um, he has, he's hit all the marks he needs to hit. Um, so hopefully he will be activated for the week game on Sunday. Cause that'd be one other, just one more dude we can throw out there in the that's secondary. Gumby. That's Gumby. Them long, oh. um, that's Gumby, man. Them long, that's the, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, uh, I'm I'm anxious to see what he's gonna do too. Cause he's I mean even uh, I don't know if it was Pease or Smith who alluded who said it, but they, you know he's a very like versatile player. He's a bigger yeah. kind of, he's a bigger back. That's you know, what a bigger I'm So I mean like yeah. he, you know like he, he I'm pretty sure they could use him in, in Smith and Pease mm-hmm. especially loves that like it to be mm-hmm. to, he wants their players to be versatile. I mean that's you look at Richie, you look at Jalen, mm-hmm. like those guys can play they're, they're interchangeable really. I mean, like, there's not a – neither one of them are traditional for their position. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's – you know, well, I'll be interested to see if he's if he's a full go, like, how much they're going to test him out and how much he can, mm-hmm. you know, really affect the game. Um, and lastly, man, I think just for us to win this game, uh, well, I think we've got to be able to obviously run the ball like we have been, number one. Mm-hmm. You know, so however they plan to stop it, we got to scheme around it, you know, mm-hmm. or if they do stop it. Marcus, man, you got to get it together this week, and yeah. you know, hit, hit those. I really, I really hope Kyle is available and playing and healthy. Um, it will suck to be down CP and Kyle, mm-hmm. but that being said, even those guys being down, we still got, like I said, Huntley, Algier. We still got London, Oz, Hodge has been good this year, mm-hmm. so we we still got those options out there. But I, I guess if and on defensively, we I don't think we can. We're not, you're not going to pick Brady all the time, right? And you're, I mean, mm-hmm. you're not gonna, he's, he's not going to make some of those dumbass decisions. So if we can get to him in the backfield, actually pressure him, like you said earlier, and make some stops, not force these, you know, these long drives that we, you know, mm-hmm. hold him to three. If we, if we get him in the end zone and hold him to three is great. But, man, if we can just get him off the field, let our defense eat up some clock. I mean, I'm sorry, let our offense eat up some clock with the run game, 
I think we're in good shape, man. I think we got a really, really good shot of winning it. Uh, Anything to add to that? No, I agree with you totally, man. And I want to add, I'll add two more things. Uh, I believe that Zacchaeus need to, uh, Zacchaeus will be key here Um, because they will key on Drake and will key on Kyle. Uh, CP is not the threat out the backfield to catch as, so um, they will key on those. My man Zacchaeus is going to come through. I got Zacchaeus having a big game. Just Marcus need to get the ball there. Uh, But um, I tell you this about Tom Brady, and listen, Tom Brady to me is uh, Tom Brady don't like to get hit, and I know nobody like to get, but Tom Brady has proven to me several times that he has stopped rushing him. He already get uh, rid of the ball real fast. Yep. Tom Brady is not the type that's going to get hit and just keep getting hit. If he feel like his his offensive line can block that game, he gonna get start rushing them throws. Tom Brady is not going to keep getting hit. Tom I'm Brady sure. don't like so. I'm telling you, all we need to get back is a few times early. And that clock, Tom Brady going to be like, I'm old. I'm having issues at home. I don't have time for this. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, and he going to get there, like, rushing that ball. Like I said, that's why I said expect the all to be dinks and dunks. He going to yeah. get hit a few times, and then it's going to be three yard, four yard, five yard, and running. Yeah. Uh, but I that's what I expect. He gonna get we gonna get back there. I got P man, Pease is the man, dog. Y'all don't understand that Pease is the a genius. So and like I said, I expect him, you know, he got some uh really man, uh man, unique talent for defense. I expect him to learn how to use them over time, you know. So I'm yeah. expecting improvement every go round. You got really unique players. I expect you to try different things and see, damn, well, that didn't work, well, that that failed miserably. Well, that really worked good. He's not good doing that like I thought he would. He would be better if I put him right there. I expect all that to kind of start to taste like applesauce and smell like applesauce around week five. I can't wait to eat this applesauce, man. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. And, uh, I mean, one last thing also. Tyler used to – he catch the ball out of the backfield quite a bit at BYU. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I've been hearing all week. That's something we need to, we need to watch out for too because, I mean, yeah. that could be something that, you know, like I said, though, I mean, I don't honestly, and I'm not just to keep hating on Marcus. I don't think he can be much worse than last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, when we found out when Arthur started running the ball, obviously that was working, so we weren't going to go back to it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm, not, I'm fine with that. I don't, I don't if that's how we're going to win the game. I don't care. We win the game mm-hmm. however we do it. Whether it's got we got to throw it 60 times or run it 60 times, but I mean, against the better teams, man, you're going to have to be. Yeah, yeah. Be yep. I mean, so hopefully he picks up. Now, all right, so. We figured since it's the uh, sort of the first quarter of the season, I mean, that, that's that 17th game. It's not technically the first quarter, but, you know, close enough. Mm-hmm. Four games in, we thought, uh, I asked on Twitter, I said, who are you most impressed with? Who's let you down? Who surprised you? I said, it can be a player, a group, a position group, a coach, you know, you name it. And uh, so we're going we're gonna to run through these. We have, I mean, we have some great responses, man. Okay. Really uh, our boy Ski. Ski! Most impressed by Grady Jarrett turning it up at his age once again mm-hmm. due to the improved help on the edge, which is 100% true. Uh, disappointing, don't want to say Mariota, so I'll say Kyle Pitts, but not not his play, but his overall usage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't disagree with any of that either. And surprise, Caleb McGarry I has been playing his best football so far 100%, man. Yep. I mean, I, we got some, I got some PFF numbers on him, too um a little bit but uh yeah so thank you ski appreciate that uh our boy hunter as i already alluded to with the great article on atb 
most impressed with Ledford for fixing the O line, man. I could not agree. That that probably be mine to be honest. That's oh, that's mine. Yeah. The entire all season, we talked about how worried we were with the O line being fixed with Jalen Mayfield with McGarry sucking, and mm-hmm. we didn't know what was going to happen to left guard. And you know, dude, and we'll talk about Lind- Lindstrom was literally the best at his position. That's how crazy and, is that? And, yeah, dog, I'm and, so proud of him. I'm so because the yeah. work that took. Like, uh, I think I said it a few times on the podcast. Uh, for an, for an offensive line to be good, it's really not like the rest of the players, like skill players, where it's yeah. like individual talent. Even though that helps, what creates an, an entire offensive line to be good is that they are like able to be cohesive consistently. Like they can work together week right. after week to week, and hopefully year after year after year. Because then they know, like. I know where he gonna be, where he, how he handled this, where exactly where he gonna. I know where my foot need to be because I know it's the span of his foot gonna be. Like it's it's so dope to watch. It's like a choreographed dance, and you see it just. It's not perfect yet, but it's coming together way more than next year. It's like oh, yeah. man, they had two left feet. Man, next year, so you know, this year it's more like you doing it. Oh, they're dancing this year. They're dancing. They're full on dancing this year, man. They yeah, they are dancing. They hitting the cha-cha slide this year. And like I said, there's no group because that's the group I was most critical of. Yeah. So that's get that have to be the group I'm most proud. Just to be fair, like that's got to be the group I'm most proud of. I um I think a few people I love what they're doing, but none like the offensive line. None improved like the offensive line. We have m- maybe one of the worst, if not the worst, offensive line last year. Um, oh, yeah. To be to to this, come on, man. That's that's saying something. Yeah, yeah, not lying, man. And uh, he said most disappointed, honestly, Mariota. Yeah, he's been maybe just been disappointing with the rookie mistakes. And yeah, I mean, as we said it too, man. I mean, the mistakes he's making, it's not like it's, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is the eight year vet we're talking about here. Um, surprise, Grady Jarrett. He's been balling which was expected, but not at this level. He's on the next level, which he is, man. Mm-hmm. And even, yeah, I think like Ski said, you can credit it to the help on the edge, to the help next to him with Taekwon, mm-hmm. what he's been doing this year. I mean, like, uh, the, the man's a monster anyway. Like, if mm-hmm. you want, he just doesn't stop. His motor is 100% all the way through mm-hmm. the last play of the game. But, yeah, 100% on that one. All right, man, the Scottish Falcon. Man, he was going to – he tweeted us back. He's It's 11.30 his time that we started recording, so – going to bed i said just coffee up man you'd be good to go but he said (laughs) but he did say that um we're his saturday morning listen so man thank you very much we much appreciate that yes really and um he said the fans have surprised me the most making the mercedes-benz stadium a stadium to fear again just like the old georgia film yeah i love it man that's true yep it's been loud man those first two games it's like like Mm -hmm. like and fleet talked about man the energy is just different in the building and because we kept fighting, they couldn't leave. They couldn't leave early right. to go to the strip club. Sorry. They couldn't leave early to go out to eat. They couldn't leave early to go. You know how many things there are to do in Atlanta? Yeah. So when you get down 21 points, when people already out and dressed up and already got drinking, they're like, you know what we should do? We should go over. So they have really quick to leave. So because we kept fighting, that the people stay in the game and they enter the game the whole time. Yeah, and just imagine with the uh, the young good quarterback in there, how it's going to be. Yeah, too. that's what I'm saying. I just need one the, the the head on the snake, and it's coming. Trust me. Yeah. All right, from Jones Bones. This was a long one, but man, he had some really really good points on this one. He said, "Most impressive, Taquan Graham. Looks like he can play anywhere from one technique to the five. Yep, he's slowly turning into a complete D lineman and could be a staple in this defense for years to come. Most disappointing, 
is a variety uh, of the passing game, offense, 100%. This team is basically running concepts like Y cross, dagger, bow, and other vertically stretching concepts. Fine, but they need to run more horizontal stretching concepts to let whoever the QB is get in rhythm and let the players do it. But Austin needs to call this, man. Bone, Jones Bones needs to be on the staff. Yeah, yeah. This is, these are great points. But uh, most, most surprising is – most surprising is uh, Parker Hesse. Might sound weird, but that guy, if you watch him closely, has turned into this team's Kyle. I can't say his last name, but just chick, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, his different alignments, motions, and blocks are what allows O-line to block the same each play, especially on runs, but it makes it different on defenses. And I actually um, – uh, What's this person's name, John? Jones Bones. Jones Bones? Mm-hmm. Number one, I don't know why that's so hilarious. That's fantastic. Um, but I will tell you this. You remember when I just said it's two type of people that watch football? It's people that watch football and watch. He one of them because I'm gonna tell you why. Graham should be uh have been listed by somebody. Like you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. to know because uh, John called it before the season started. Like if they could just put somebody with Grady, just maybe we see what we we don't know what we see. And that dude has bought out. But you gotta really be watching because it's it's not like I said. He may not make the play. Right. But he may damn near force the other play, so you got to be watching. So, Jones Bones, shout out to you, buddy, because you watch football for real. I love it. And, and Lynn, the Parker Hesse thing is, is, is funny because yep. when they, they, they talked to, to Chris Lindstrom today, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, you know, it takes all 11 to run the football successfully. The wide receivers, you know, they're doing their job. But he mentioned Parker by name. He said Parker Hesse, you know, like he – whether that was intentional or not, I mean, yeah. like, his what he's doing is not going unnoticed, man, by the team or by the fans, obviously. Um, but yeah, man, that's that was a great breakdown right there. Uh, next up, uh, Stephen H., which by the way, uh, if y'all follow or you need to follow, it's at, at Hera ATL, H A R R A H ATL. The man does some fantastic all 22 breakdowns after the games on Twitter, so check that out. So, Stephen, appreciate you listening, appreciate the input, man. Um, most impressive, Arthur Smith. It wasn't overly critical year one, but there were some things I didn't like. I love everything this year. Mm-hmm. Disappointing, Mariota. Hate the pile on, but yeah, make the change, Arthur. And the surprise is Lorenzo Carter. Been super consistent and good so far. Uh, yeah. Love all three points, buddy. Love all three points. Uh, Abacot, A-B-A-C-O-T. Hopefully that's right. Uh, right side of the O-line has been the most impressive. Hawkins has surprised me and also how hey. RBs have run. Now, listen, I was just about to say, hey, come on, somebody got to say my man Hawkins. You got to come on now. I love it. Yeah, you got to throw him in there, too. On the right side of the line, good call, man, because I was looking earlier at next-gen stats, and a lot of our success is running to that right side. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've, we have, we've had a few. I mean, like, you know, our court, and a lot of it's been Cordell doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the Algier run to the right, mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a lot of successful runs to the right side of the line, so no, no surprise there. Uh, two more. Uh, from Bern Bacos, man, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, been a long time supporter of us. We appreciate you, buddy. Uh, in my opinion, the biggest positive surprise is clearly the O-line. Much respect to Ledford and all the players. Yeah, we've already, we've already went through that. Yeah, 100% agree, man. And from Mick, most impressed, Taquan Graham. In my, in my opinion, he's the unsung <laughs> hero. Yeah. I love this. I it, love it. it. I love y'all. He's an unsung hero at this point and does a lot of dirty work. Yeah, That's what I see. You got to be really watching to notice that. Most surprised, D. Alford. Really good to find a contributor and an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 
let me down. The coaches, if they don't recognize that we have to start Ritter soon, it's not really a concern yet. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm with you, man. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I can say, I hate, not, I'm not going to, I don't want to get into the whole conversation, but man, like, if, uh, I'm not, I'm not worried about Ritter pee in his pants, man. I really not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, well, anyway. Um, so, guys, anyway, y'all, look, we really appreciate y'all. Uh, really do, man. Yeah. That was that was awesome. I mean, that was, that was, they were all great answers, man. Like, yeah, we, we appreciate really it. That's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, I told, I told y'all we had some a little bit of numbers. So, like I said, we're, we're reviewing this first quarter here. Third in total offense in PFF, 19th in defense, 15th in special teams. So, you want to know our highest graded guy on defense, dude? Who would you think? Uh... I would say Grady. I would have to say Grady. No, it's not Grady. Maybe so. No, it's D. Alford, buddy. Eighty-nine point three. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, now he hasn't taken as many snaps. Granted, you know, but he's got yeah. he's got fifty-eight snaps at nickel, which is where he's been. Now mm -hmm. got interception. Grady second, seventy-two point one. Uh, Richie Grant, seventy point three. Mm -hmm. Rashawn Evans, sixty-eight point six. Uh, then notables, we've got AJ at sixty-three point nine. Now he had eighty-two point six last year, so he's definitely down. Obviously hurt big time by that first game against mm -hmm. uh, the Saints, but you know we'll see how he responds. Uh, Take one at sixty-four point four. And again, man, PFF, it is what it is. But like I said earlier in the show, it is something that they're all graded on. So at least you can look at it as compared to other players and give mm -hmm. you some kind of idea. Uh, now I mentioned Lindstrom earlier, ninety-one point three. Highest grade of all right guards, one of seventy-one, buddy. One what of a, seven. what a, just you got to be in all that. Just what a, damn, yeah. amazing time. I'm so proud of him, man. Because like I said, they had they studied, they studied in the off season, and them mm -hmm. boys got in shape. They studied, uh, but you could see that preparation. You could see, man. You could oh, yeah. see. I love oh it. yeah. And then our boy Drake London, seventy-nine point eight, which is eighth amongst one hundred and six wide receivers. Uh, okay. And just, just so. Uh, Anybody's curious, he's lined up 22 times in the slot and 174 times out wide. Uh, CP 77.4, he's got an 81.6 rush grade, which is six out of 57. And he's lined up in the backfield 113 times wide, eight, and slot 15. A couple of notables Hodge at 76.4, uh, Algier 73.4, McGarry, man, 72. We talked about him earlier about how you know Ski was impressed. With, I think it was Ski, wasn't he? Didn't he say he was impressed? Mm -hmm. with yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 50, his previous three years, he's been between 53 and 62. So mm -hmm. 72 is a pretty good jump. And he's ranked 18th amongst 70 right tackles. So uh, that's qualified mm -hmm. this year. So that's pretty solid. Uh, Matthew is 66.7. Dahlman, uh, 52.4. And um, Mariota, man, we, we, can't, we can't not say Mariota's. 58.7, which is 28th of 33 qualifying QB. Goodness gracious. He has a 59.5, which is 25 out of 32 for passing. And his running uh, for qualified QBs that have ran the ball is dead last, 13th of 13 to the 53.5. Um, and then Pitts, Pitts out of 72. Uh, and then the power rankings, we've moved up to 22nd on NFL.com. Okay. Not in the basement anymore, buddy. Okay. How about that? We so, in the back room where grandpa died, but we are on the first floor. <laughs> so I, right, like man, I told y'all, you can hang that shit up. When y'all said two games, I was offended, man. That's not, look, we almost won four. I hate to keep saying that because again, yeah. almost don't count, but it does, it does count for us. Sorry. Yeah. 
Right. And so, I mean, man, they literally covered everything that I was going to say for like that first quarter type of summation. Mm -hmm. I, mean, mm -hmm. I mean, like, I don't have anything to add. I mean, Taekwon's been fantastic. O-line's been amazing. Mm -hmm. and, like, totally surprising. Um, uh, I guess probably the early success of London has been kind of so surprising. You, mm -hmm. you know, because wide receivers don't often just step right in and have success. Mm -hmm. Granted, it's been limited based on how much he's been thrown to. Um, the lack of using pits has kind of surprised me, kind of like dude mm -hmm. alluded to, you know, like the not being able to get him in, involved as much as, you know, possible. But uh, the run game's been surprising and great, you know, at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, they just nailed it, man. I mean, I'm happy with Arthur. I think it's, you know, overall, man, young team. Oh, I think I missed one, man. Actually, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. You can tell me what well, you No, I'm saying, about. like, I, I really am. Uh, I honestly, I, I know y'all think I'm delusional, but I really have no notes to, no, uh, no critiques. I mean, like I said, I'm happy. All them young players together, man, they seem to get riled up every week. They seem to improve on both sides of the ball every week. Coaching seems to improve every week. There's only one uh, one component of our team that doesn't improve every week, and you, like I said, I don't, I'm not, I can't, I can't do that on every show, drag him on every show. But y'all know yeah. I'm talking about um, Eminem. Uh, but like I said, just if we can get him to at least uh, play like uh, he's lucid, uh, we can we can win a few more games and like i said i'm just i when when it's ready and i think the whole energy is shift because it's all now it's all young talent with a few grizzly veterans i think the right. whole city will go up so i'm just waiting on red it's like i i want him to play well but also shit the bed because i do want ready yeah no exactly yeah uh, i'm the same boat um and then let's see man um yeah, I did. So basically what I did was I read the responses, and but we did have some people that quoted the tweets, and I forgot those. Okay. So, let me read that. so Mr. Two-Time, man, we interact with him all the time on Twitter, man. Appreciate you, buddy. He said, I'm impressed with Richie Grant and Jayhawk the most. Yeah, see, uh, there we go. See? Marcus, Marcus is letting me down, man. It's just a theme there, isn't it? Um, I'm not saying I knew he was going to be the guy, but weekly mistakes got to go, and TQ has surprised me the most. A bit of Drake, but I knew he was like that in college. Yeah, Drake was an animal in college. So, yeah. yeah, appreciate you, buddy, again. Thank you. Yeah, uh, boy, boy Damsky, Spooky Damsky. As he <laughs> yeah, I've seen him change it. <laughs> <laughs> he just said TQ is impressed. Uh, take one with you. I mean, just like, again, you know. And then Chase. Man, I love y'all because y'all love football. Like, y'all be watching so hard. Like, y'all pay attention to shit you shouldn't even be noticing. I love y'all because y'all love the Falcons. Like, I love the Falcons. Yeah, man. And our boy Trey Shaw had a great answer here. Trey. Um, and the, and he's I'll, I'll read it you just yeah all so right. far though sung hero of the offense is tight end parker hesse the tight end we all expected he has been <laughs> one of the highest snap counts on the team and does all the dirty work for the o in the both the pass and run game he's a guy that deserves more attention moving forward the guy didn't have much hype around him coming in after a pretty mad preseason but my, man has he really been a key to this offense <laughs> so obviously he's fucking around but he's serious yeah. and serious yeah. at the same time i mean like he's uh -huh. honestly you know, been pretty damn important. So that's um, fucking hilarious. Yeah, I know. So anyway, that was. I think that's it, man. I think I got everybody that time. Yeah, I did. And let me see. Let's check the. Uh, let me go check the comments. If we have anything going on, Jolt, man. What's going on, dude? Uh, yeah, we are so ready for Sunday, man. And that, yeah, we were shocked about Anthony Rush news too. But man. that's what I'm saying because he wasn't sucking. So that's why I was like, damn. He. 
I'm not saying he was killing, but he wasn't. That's why, damn, I wouldn't think cut. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I want to see, I guess. That's why I'm thinking, out. like. I'm even just scrolling now trying to find it. Knock over on a vending machine. <laughs> you set a playbook, like. It's kind of weird. Special teams have been consistent, awesome. Marquis doing, yeah, man, yeah, 100%. Yep. I watched yep. his press conference today, too. That's an impressive guy. I don't think he's going to be a special teams coach very long. I think he's going to find a job pretty soon. That guy's been doing a hell of a job. And uh, we're QBA from being That's just what I'm saying. Hey, listen, to, to y'all who can't see, he just wrote, we're a QB from uh, – we're a QB away from being good. The team is full of dogs. Isn't that everything I've been saying, though? Like, we're a QB away. That. The team is full of young dogs. Dogs, like – they different, man. You, I'm, I'm in heaven. Like I said, I just want the the young dog captain to come out and play, and I think he's gonna be the captain. I think from from everything John told me and everything everybody said, the dude was a, a hell of a leader and player in college. Uh, I seen a few of his highlights, man. I think you gotta give him a run. Just give him, man. Put the head on the snake. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, you haven't. He hasn't shown us any reason to think he won't be. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's the only thing, you know, that we can go by is uh, he and, you know, we said last week we're not there in practice. We don't see what happens behind closed doors or anything else. So we don't know what's going on there. But as a fan looking in, yeah, I mean, that's, that's who we want to see behind, behind mm-hmm. the center. There's no doubt about it. Um, all right, buddy. Well, that was our little uh, first quarter wrap up. Let's hope the second quarter is uh, more successful. How about that? Let's hope it's more successful. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get to in and out and then we will get out of here because – Maddie Ice is playing. You know, hey, listen to me. John said, you want to record Thursday? I said, he said, I forget the time he said. I was like, nobody, way earlier than that. <laughs> Maddie Ice, you think I'm not missing a minute of my man Maddie Ice tonight, buddy. So he, he, needs, a, he needs a good game, buddy. He needs a good game more than anybody in the league. No, he does. And, and so or, first, maybe, huh? You're gonna say Russell, weren't you? Oh, I was gonna say yeah. so does the per- so I'm glad we transitioned this to in and out because that's actually one of my in and outs. You ready to it. go? Let's go, buddy. Okay. Um, uh, my first one is uh John, uh it's a player that we saw in preseason uh play for the New York Jets. Um I was thoroughly impressed by that. I thought he was uh a different animal. He reminded me of a young Julio Jones. Uh, you then drafted him in your fantasy league. His name is uh, Garrett Wilson, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, I don't, I didn't get to see the Jets play. I just get to see the, the highlights of the Jets. You are more, you would more be paying attention to the Jets. You would more know his week to week stats than I would. Uh, are you in or out on that? He is a phenomenal talent. Like he is he turning out to be what I what I said he would in preseason, or is he? Uh, is he extremely underwhelming? I wanted to know. I don't have an in and out. I really wanted to know your opinion because I'm curious. Uh, I'm in um, just because, I mean, yeah, I do. I have him on my fantasy team. But um, and, I, and with Zach Wilson just coming back from injury, like I think mm-hmm. they're still trying to develop like some some chemistry going on there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, man, I'm in. I think he's going to be uh, next level type of guy before it's okay. all said and done. And that's not just because he's on my team, but I do need yeah. him to be that way. But yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you go on. All right, man. So if Kyle didn't play this weekend, we may see Felipe lining up at tight end. If Felipe Franks lines up at tight end, will he receive more than three catches this weekend? Are you in or out? No, I'm out. I think if, if we see him at tight end, it'll be blocking or decoy. I don't think they trust him to throw in one. He's an animal, dude. Yeah. 
Um, imagine the, the bloopers and follies if him and Mariota get on the field. <laughs> I don't want to see oops, 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 oops. We, the ball will be going backwards, backwards, backwards to be get a safety. I do man, not want to see them. You remember, remember the Detroit game of the preseason? He's just yeah. running trucks, man. He's also trucks. I hope he gets the ball. I hope he gets the ball in trucks. Yeah. Okay, the two students, he'll probably run the wrong way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, so, I, all right, I got another one. Um, a, a lot of fantasy football people went and got uh, our two running backs that were in the way because both of those were – they were mostly, um, like, available in, like, mm-hmm. the most leagues was uh, – Talajia, I keep forgetting this. Fuck. Oh, Caleb. Um, yeah, <laughs> Caleb. I don't know why I can't. Um, all right, which one do you think is? Are you in or out on which one people should have grabbed for strictly for fantasy football? Because people went crazy all over the country trying to get those two up. Which one would you have grabbed for fantasy points? I'm probably in on Tyler just because he is listed as RB1. So you think like he's going to get maybe most of the snaps. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but don't I'm you think gonna, I'm Caleb is the goal line guy? Could be. I mean, they're both powerful guys. Yeah. So I, I just think they, can, they they might go with the hot hand, which honestly could be either one of Any them. Any one of them. But, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm super impressed by Caleb, dude, what I've seen so far. Yeah. So, I mean, like. I think he's going to get he's going to earn himself more carries. So, Me too. Um, but for fantasy this week, I would have went with Tyler probably. That's probably the safer. One. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm in on that. I think Tyler yeah. too. All right. So uh, this is not football related. All right, but voice dictation when you're texting. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you are you, are you in or out with that thing? Yeah, like, I'm out uh, because. Uh, I don't know why with all our technology, we got uh, the Mars rover, we can do it all so many things. They cannot make one of those that is accurate to what you actually said out your mouth. It, uh, don't, don't, it will make you to send um, a sex to, to your grandmother if you trust in that. Like it'll reword something you said to something you never even, don't use that for your coworkers, your boss. You might say some something you had no intention. So no, I'm out. A hundred percent. So I've got a guy who, uh, that worked with me and that's all he did was mm-hmm. he would then I would get these chains and I, I couldn't understand a fucking that word yep. because it was all just, you could tell like he didn't. And then I try to do it and I spend more time correcting that's yep. what I've done. Mm-hmm. So even like if I'm in the car, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, hands free here and yeah. like I'm trying to voice dictate. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to tell somebody, and I look down, and it's completely wrong. I'm like, yeah. man, now I gotta try to adjust it so I can't even do yeah. that. So yeah, yeah. I'm out, man, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I'm I'm out on that. I got one for you. Um, um, oftentimes when we think of great months, uh, it really does vary per state. Which is per state, which month you think is beautiful? Mm-hmm. You in or out that October in Georgia is one of the best. Months we have to offer, man. Just yeah, amazing weather. So in, for Georgia, in. yeah, it I'm is. If y'all in Georgia, for those that can hear me, if you in Georgia, October is like ah, it's just different, man. It's like it's, you can go for a walk outside. You're not sweating, but you're not cold. Is it? You can wear your flip flops. Your feet can be out. It's not that. Oh, you might just a light hoodie. It's just like you can wear anything and it'd be appropriate. I don't know. It don't what you leave out house with is somehow will end up working. It's just uh, the trees, everything right now is, man, Georgia is a beautiful state, man. Yeah. It, it's in October. It's, it's unreal. 50 in the morning, 75 during the day. Yes. I mean, 
Can't be yeah. good, dude. The, the trees are starting to change. It's, yeah. It's great. I love it. Totally. In. I'm in. All right, I got two more, man. All right. All right. Either for celebration-wise or whatever you want to use it for. Cigars, man. Are you in for a good smoke of a cigar? Have you ever had one, tried one, or would you? Um, I, I would love to do it. I just don't know how to do it because I did it once, and I started choking, and the dude told me, well, you wasn't even supposed to inhale it. And I'm like, well, I, I know what well, like I, I used to, well, I, from time to time, I'll partake in things that I do uh, inhale something, anything I put in my mouth that got fire on the end of it, I'm inhaling. Like, so I'm not, I'm like, why would I, what's the point of smoking? And you're supposed to taste it. So I'm like, right. then how would it, and it gets you a buzz. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that yet. So if I learn how to do that, I could, be, and I heard it's the shit with a drink. And when you oh, watch the football game. So yeah. I would love to learn how to do it. When, when I come over your next, when I come over next time, you gotta show me. I just don't know how to do it, buddy. That's all. Yeah, I'm in for sure. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got a little humidor with, uh, you know, I've got a nice mm -hmm. little selection in there. So whenever, and I don't do it. I mean, it's not like an everyday thing for me. It's you know, weekend yeah. uh, football, uh, you know, because you know the Braves won on on uh, they won the division, so they're all breaking open cigars in the dugout. You know, or not the dugout, but in the, in the clubhouse. You know, celebrating. Um, but yeah, man, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll get you set up on that. Hell yeah, I'm told with that. I'm down with. All right, I got one. Um, yeah, I know. I, I'm super excited, man. Um, I, I know they haven't been playing well, but uh, I'm super excited. First uh, all season, I get to watch my man Matt Ryan tonight in a few minutes. Um, he also playing against. I love Russell Wilson too. So to get them uh, now, I will say this: when people thought Russell was going to Denver, people thought that's the missing piece. They' about to go off. When people thought Matt went to the call, they said, that's the missing piece. They about to go off. Uh, both of these offenses have struggled. Uh, the teams have struggled overall. Uh, but which offense, which this is my in or out, which offense do you think will eventually get it going before uh, the season's yeah. end? Because the odds are that one of them won't. But the odds are probably one of them going to get it going. And it won't look as bad as it's looking now. If you had to pick one, who do you say? You you know yeah, I'm gonna say Matt. Just to yeah, say I know you're gonna say Matt. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're I mean they both had injuries to the running backs, okay, uh, which is big. You know Taylor's not playing tonight. Mm -hmm. um, which by the way, I need to make sure I took him out of my lineup. Um, but um, just based on how he started, I'll say Russell just because Matt's been also such a terrible start. But that also yeah. leads into my next question. My actual my last in or out for you. All right. And. Uh, it's gonna tug at your heartstrings, buddy. And I hate to oh, do it to you. Oh no. I hate to do it to you. But in or out, Matt Ryan is cooked, buddy. It's oh no. Um has has these first four games just been like an aberration? Like it's just he's he leads the league in turnover. He's fumbled the ball like eight times. Um, you know, and thrown some picks. Now has it just been like him adjusting or people around him not doing well, or is he just is he done, man? Yeah, I'm gonna say this. Um, a lot of deep, deep, deep okay. thoughts. My madness that. won't allow me to answer that question. Uh, I think the <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna say it like this. Hey, no, I say, hey, I honestly, uh, I will say this. I don't expect anybody to kill uh, when they go to a brand new team with a brand new learner. That's what I was telling you about the Falcons. No. I expect it to look like this. I don't expect it to look this bad, but I'll be honest. Um, Matt Ryan is such a professional 
I expect I expect this to be better in year two. Um, I know when Matt Ryan, uh, he always played well to me, but he he does struggle more his first year in new systems. We've seen that with Atlanta a few times, like, but it hasn't looked this bad. But so I think they get it together, just a new quarterback and a new team. I believe in Matty Ice, uh, but like I said, I think you got to give Matt a running game. Matt is not. If they can key in on Matt, he's not mobile. Like, uh, if Matt had that running game going the way it should be going, you would see a different Matt Ryan. He's amazing at play action. But when they know he's throwing, it's the exact same predicament as Atlanta. So I really can't judge it. Uh, and I know y'all say I wouldn't judge it if I didn't see it. But, like, and I probably wouldn't, to be honest. But, like, uh, I just – you got to give him a running game. And the man only played four weeks with a brand-new team, with a brand-new targets, with brand-new chemistry. So I'm not yet. I'm not gonna rush to not say there yet. he's done. No. Yeah, I'm out too. I think yeah, he'll. I, I do think he'll eventually. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, his arms always, you know, has been kind of suspect over the last few years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that really hasn't even been the issue. It's been just mm-hmm. the ball handling and the control mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So that's stuff that obviously he can clean up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm, not, I'm out. I, I think. Uh, I'm with you 100% what you said. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not yet ready to. Now, if he had another four weeks like this. I was going to say, in another four weeks, I say you should have impressed. No, come on now. Yeah. No, but, exactly. like, right now, I'm going to say no. Exactly. No, I mean, that's, all, that's all I got, buddy, for in and yeah. out. Okay, my last in and out, though, uh, is just I'm going to say, I know I'm in, and I'm just going to say John is in, that uh, out of your Falcon mind has the greatest fan base of any I've never uh, – you guys are uh, fucking amazing, man. I saw uh, we got over 500 on Twitter. So many of y'all yep. be posted or retweeted or participated in the surveys. It's it's mind blowing. You guys are out of your falcon mind. It's it's mind blowing. Um, I said because it's me and John. When I play these episodes back, sometimes I listen. I enjoy the podcast. Um, I do. I, I really, I do en- enjoy it. But I think that uh, I really, I, I get a kick out of you guys enjoying it because even I'm looking like, damn, it's okay. I, I, I don't enjoy it as much as some of y'all enjoy it. So is I love y'all for that and uh, all the way y'all participate with everything we do. Uh, y'all show us love every time we, add, every time we needed y'all come through. It has been one every time we needed y'all to retweet or to get us over a certain number or to. Um, repost the podcast to do five-star reviews like um this shit is overwhelming at times it really is uh because i sit in awe of it um with the questions and all like you guys really participate you guys really always come with funny shit uh positive attitudes uh y'all really y'all love i can honestly say i feel like y'all honestly love the show and i love y'all for that man y'all out of y'all falcon i really i've said this a hundred times man but uh, the group of people we've had on the the, the co-hosts we've had uh, the guests like the 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 people on Twitter um, just the interaction total you guys are always awesome you guys are always positive and it is our our little small group because we kind of stay away from the people uh, from like the Georgia people that are just dragging like you but I was just saying it'll be a game. Yeah. Fuck this, fuck that, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we kind of we are all silly with it. Like you see what Trey just did. Like, we all have very uh very very good fun with this. Um, everybody seems to be a, a really good person uh, in their heart in their spirit. 
uh, and really in their character and, and the things they write, everybody has a, a pretty good talent uh, for one thing that yeah, like no one else does. I can look at like, just say if I added all everybody up and it was like 40, 50 of them, I could really point out to you what each person does that I find like, damn, he the only one that could do that. So I really do love y'all, man. And I, I was overwhelmed by when I looked at what Twitter did. I, that was a bit overwhelmed and I really do get kind of touched and choked up by that. So I just want to say, I appreciate y'all because y'all always rock with us and y'all are out of your falcon mind. Thank you. Yeah, man. I totally in on that, man. One hundred percent in on that. And uh, yeah, I mean, the, the the folks that we interact with, man, it's awesome. Like we, and I, I shouted out the folks, the other creators earlier this week, um, mm -hmm. just because you know. You did, I love that you did that, but I saw it. Yeah. Because you know, when you enter something like this, you know, there's folks that's been doing it while, doing it longer than we have, mm -hmm. you know, so you really don't know what kind of response you're going yeah. to get. You know what I mean? So, I mean, for the other content creators that we've at least been a part, you know, I mean, like where's you know. I, I said Jr. Toby, uh, mm -hmm. Damsky, Trayshawn, Falcoholic, uh, Savion, Hunter, Daniel Flick, uh, uh, Deflect Draft, uh, One Time for the Fan, uh, Twisted Torch, man, Big Low Country, like all those guys, Kenny G, uh, you know, like can't forget yeah. Kenny G again, um, you know, so like just they they welcomed us all in, like just yeah. you know, like family, man. Like, and as, and we've, we, you know, they've all came on and been awesome and we've just had a great time with everybody, man. So it's, it's been awesome. So yeah, thank you all for listening and continuing to support us and you know, helping us grow. Um, and Mike, you got anything else to add, man? We'll close this thing out. We'll close no, out. I'm just, call. I got faith in our boys uh, to go and get this uh, three and two. We will have a winning record after Sunday, man. So don't oh. doubt us. Keep the faith and stay out of your falcon mind. I love you guys. You heard it here first, man. So, yeah, we are out of your falcon mind on the Variety Sports Network. We have finished episode 55. We'll come back to you. Mike, we have got a 9 o'clock game. We have an 11 o'clock game on Sunday for for Liam's baseball. So, if uh, if we lose both, we're back for the game. If we okay. uh, if we win yeah. one of them, we may be a little bit longer. So, right, um, yeah. we'll just play it by yeah, ear, man. If, we, if yeah. we're home, we might record on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. If not, guys, we'll come to you uh, on Monday for the recap show or the bucks. So yeah, man, let's get this win. Let's rise up. Let's, uh, let's keep bringing the energy and come out of here three and two and get our first damn win against Brady. How good would that be? Hey, John, uh, I'm not, I don't have the standings in front of me, but do you know if we will be, um, one in the division, if we win oh, Sunday, yeah. mm -hmm. we will be. Oh yeah. This, this yeah. is really, yeah. We're two and two. So it'll be for the division. Y'all think about that. They said we went with three and two. We already will have one more games. Then they predicted, and we will be number one in the division, as I predicted. You got to be out your falcon mind. You never know what's going to happen. You got to love it. That's right. All right, boys, we will catch you, uh, like I said, Sunday or Monday. So y'all have a great rest of your week, and let's go Falcons. How about it, Mike? Thank you so much, guys. Out of your falcon mind. Peace. Yeah, much love, dudes.